to a lot of shit. It's 2023. I know everybody always kind of makes New Year's resolutions. I'm not a person that makes New Year's resolutions and shit like that. But with all this shit. Yeah, but it's like you should be mm-hmm. always striving to take next steps, get to next levels no matter what. And if you use the new year as your launching point, then fuck it. That's what you use. Just I'm just not big on resolutions. If that's if you, a lot of people like to start on uh, even numbers, like I'll start the first of the month or I'll start 2023, 2023 or whatever. If that's what you use as your, as your baseline, then fuck it. Use it as your baseline, but stick with it because we always know uh, especially those of us who work in certain industries, we know usually around January or around Christmas is when people get gym memberships in January is when it's heavy, but by the end of that first quarter, which is March 31st, people fall off. But this is the point where if you have something that you wanted to start and you use uh, 1-1-23 as your launching point, stick with it because this shit is going to get harder. When you get close to failure is when you're close to your breakthrough and shit like that. I just want to say real quick, I know, we was talking before, and listen, I've been drinking, and I'm tired, I've been, and I work in finance, so I just finished my year in, so I'm a little bit wired as I got. Yeah, that's why you had us waiting an hour for this. It is, it is, but it I'm going to tell you why, I'm going to tell, tell you right now why I had you waiting a, waiting an hour. I'm going to send y'all, I'm going to send y'all my man album, his name is Max Really Real, on his own, he got this shit when he first put the album out, it got put on front page of Apple Music. It's shit like that. His shit's kind of going crazy on the Spotify side. It's going crazy on the Apple side. Um, it is what it is. If you know me, you know me. You know what, what my affiliations are. He's been trying to ask me from a management standpoint, consultation standpoint. And Look, I really want. I really want to sign. I really want to. I really want to. I really want to work with him. I don't want to say I want to sign him. I really want to work with him because I got my my people and we got our own situation at respective labels and independent labels as well. But his name is Max. Really, real. I'm gonna, for us, I'm gonna put him. For us, I'm gonna put it in um in our chat because I really want y'all. I really want y'all um feedback on it. It's yeah. Max. Really, real. The name of the app. The name of the album is called Back Active and shit like that. And we just connected, which is why I was late coming to this podcast. because we we're supposed to record. I wanted. I wanted personally. I said I was the one that wanted to record early, but I got stuck because he called me and I wanted to have that conversation with him. Well. Um. But he really got he really got some fly shit going on. He's connected. I don't want to say that yet. But I'll tell y'all offline. But he's connected to a uh, he's connected in a major way to one artist that really want that's at the top of the food chain that wants to work with him. They connected. They follow each other. They, you know what I'm saying? He, money invited him to his um recent situation that he has, and it was a big look for him. So there's situations that could work for him. And I'm, I'm, I'm so he I'm, headed to Canada. That's cool. <laughs> nah, nah, not even that. <laughs> not, not even, not even that. But I'll put it in the back channel who it, who it is, so you can kind of have a, um where I'm at. But you know what I'm saying. But it's a situation that really goes that goes far. You know what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. it's something that he got to connect that he can make any type of if the right situation came along, he could put that person on that situation to make. And you know how that goes when you get a cosign mm-hmm. from that. You know how that leads into something else. So it's a goal. And he, I, I'm appreciative that he reached out to me. And I, I, I'm happy that he refers to me as OG, given my resume that I can actually help him guide on whether he I present a situation to him or not. He's willing to like take the advice and kind of move methodically through this situation. Because that's the shit that I appreciate more than anything. Because one of my mantras is, your success is my resume. 
So whether you go on to sell a billion records and I don't get nothing from it, that's still part of my resume no matter what. And I just thought it kind of, I don't want to say it coincided with, with some of the things and whether Joe wants to share or not and kind of his outlook projecting out and shit like that and where you are now to where you're trying to get to be and shit like that. But I say that, I think what you were saying, Joe, kind of resonated with me just in the conversation I came out of to like, yo, if that's the type of time you want, don't give up. Stay focused on that goal and keep shooting for it. Mm-hmm. Shoot for the stars. You may If you shoot for the stars, you may land on the moon, but that's better than being where you are right now, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I hope that don't go over nobody's head what I, how I, what I said and how I said it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but 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 I want to go around the room, say what up to everybody, happy New Year to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? So if anything resonated that anybody's out there in the atmosphere and hearing what I'm hearing, I, I hope you feel that. I hope you take that in. But B, what's good? Everything is good here, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't say I'm I'm um you know I finished up my busy season a while ago, so I'm just back to work doing my regular work shit. So I'm not at the same energy as you are, but I get where you're coming from. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of you and happy for you that that shit is over. Um, but yeah, no, I feel good, man. Happy New Year and all that. But I'll say this again. You said some shit to us on the sideline about shit. You was like, you're about to do X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. in, in a certain way. So now nah, you are, you do have a plan. So you're not actually not, you actually not back to doing your regular shit. You yeah, actually right. moving on to some other shit, if that makes That's sense. Facts. That's you know facts. what I'm saying? Yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So we'll leave it there. Joe, what up? Ah, uh, no, man. <clears throat> it's all good. It's, it's funny. Y'all was both, um, I mean, you just finished up your busy season. And uh, I know Brian did like maybe uh, a few weeks ago. And so going through it's heavy shit. And I don't know, man. I'll be working for the government and shit. And it's the total opposite. Motherfuckers was not doing shit the last, like, <laughs> I swear the last month. Motherfuckers like, well, I got this time. Thanksgiving's here. Uh, Christmas is right around the corner. So let's not really do much. So, but uh, now you're going to get back in the swing of shit. And as yeah. far as work go, we're going to probably take on, like, some new duties and shit. And, like, add to the resume and just, you know, take the shit from there. Like, I see where I, like, might find myself, you know what I'm saying, where I want to put myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're talking about, you know, shooting for the stars and shit. It's like, yeah, man, motherfucker, shoot for the moon. If you miss, nigga, you'll still find yourself amongst the stars, nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful thing. <clears throat> and I haven't been one for them, like, New Year's resolutions in, like, some time and shit because... Like you, like you said before, like motherfuckers like to say, okay, I'm gonna start on this great date, it's a perfect date to, to start a new and shit. Mm-hmm. And then if that's all you really like doing and shit, it's easy for that fucking. The further you get from that little start date, it's easy to just like fall off and fall back into other shit. To me, it's like just plan the shit that you've been already on. You know what I'm saying? And just like see where you can take it. But you know, God bless. Right. Word. <clears throat> so good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you maybe listen to this podcast. We are better than you, pop. <clears throat> Excuse me, just my voice fucking up because I was hollering a second ago. Um, welcome back to the Better Than You Pod. Uh, we already went around the room and shit like that. Um, I didn't get to get anybody's feedback on the list I put out. We good with the order? Because I, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't. The order don't matter. We should. We be fine because we back here. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Twenty twenty three. And and actually speaking to some of the things I spoke to before, we started this pod two thousand twenty. No. Am I saying that right? Two thousand nineteen. Nope. Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Well, whatever. 
because I don't mm-hmm. know the exact date we started it. But we've been consistently doing this shit. We did take a break because real life happens and niggas got to take care of real life shit yeah. at points in times. But we stay consistent with this shit. Whether it's one listener or a million listeners, we still back here, back on, back on, back on this shit because it's fun to talk about the shit that we just mentioned in our chat. But it's good to talk live and have the same um, conversations. I did put a list out. Normally, I like people say, like we hear a lot of people say, we just want to produce this shit on the air as is. I've been drinking. I've been, well, I'm smoking hookah right now, but I've been drinking. I'm smoking hookah. So we'll go currently as I have this list set up and we can just mention small shit, mention big shit. If you want to interrupt me, if you want to switch it up, I'll start where we started. If not, just let me know before I go into that first um, topic or whatever, or Alleged topic, actually, because that shit actually may not be true, and I haven't figured, I haven't figured it out. So, 2019, thanks, Joe. 2019, yeah, 2019. If you heard 2019, I was on an Android, and that shit was fucked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. That shit sound terrible to well, where we are, to where we are, to where we are um, now. Shout out to Anchor for holding this shit down. Shout out to Joe because he was, you know, doing a lot of our graphics and and our Instagram postings and shit like that. And it's showed up to consistently always putting out, making sure we um push our shit out through Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. And shit again, shout out to those of us. In the, and I'm sure each one, I know all of us always um put in the chat when we hear we have uh, people that fuck with us, that listen to our shit, that give feedback. Yeah. So shout out to those those people that, um shout out to my um a guest that I was going to have one. I told her I was going to shout out because she had some shit that would have really shook up the room. But today is her um daughter's birthday so she wasn't able to do it but she wanted to come on because she i ain't gonna say what it is because i want it to be a surprise because it's gonna sh- it'll shake the room up especially how she country she from back mm-hmm. where we was th- where we was at for the family reunion um yeah, yeah. so you know what that's at so yeah. you know how you know how country people get they different i know that. like that you know what i'm saying but i just wanted to um jump off I don't want to say jump off to this ain't the real topic to jump off 2023 with, but I, yeah, I, but you used the right word because jump off Joe Budden. Yeah. So I just happened to see this, and I don't know how real it is or where he fits in, if he really fits into what they're doing. I don't know how they're gonna the work it. Yeah. Oh, it is okay. So you know it. So basically, so okay, I'll let you speak on more because I didn't, I didn't follow up. I just had it as a note. So we saw that Queens flip. If you follow him on Instagram, funny dude. Running around, always making fun of Jim Jones and making fun of a couple of, having fun rather with a couple of rappers and shit like that. Queens Flip is supposed to be set to be a, a button host on the podcast, and I know uh, B was speaking to it now, and I'll go to him first. But he's supposed to be on it uh, once a week. I know they do. Um, there's a Wednesday pod that comes in, and a Saturday pod yeah. comes out. So B, I'll, I'll go to you. I don't know which one he's supposed to be on. Uh, oh no, that I don't know. I'm assuming it's going to be the Wednesday one. Maybe Joe knows a little bit better than me. But all I know is because they announced it. You know what I'm saying? They announced it on the pod. So I, you know. Oh, okay, dope, dope. I haven't listened. Okay, good, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they just said once a week. And, you know what I mean? So it was, I mean, it's, he's cool energy. He's real rough around the edges, not ready. I don't know if he, you know what I mean? Like they still trying to rein him in. Um, yeah. But it, it's like, it's, you know what I mean? Like it was, it's, it's cool. I, I enjoyed it. Joe, like, do you have more information on it? Oh, he's already been uh-huh. on it, Joe. He's already been on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I mean, <clears> excuse me. Okay. Go ahead, John. Yeah, Queens Flippy popped up on um they pod uh maybe about like two weeks ago. And he was just there talking and shit and it was like good energy. Then he popped back up. 
and uh, it was like, okay, yeah, he then he pretty much announced that he's gonna be doing um, it was the episode the fourth wall, the right before New Year shit where he said that uh he was gonna be like a uh a once a week uh guest host on the pod and co-host on the pod, and I think it's gonna be real good for him because um. Joe, can I ask you a know, question real quick? Is it going to be with yeah. him, Ish, and um, Ice? They both going to be, all four going to yeah. be on it together? Okay, got yeah. it. And five, rather. Uh, and um, Parks. Parks, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, now you're going to be there. And like Brian said, he got like good energy and shit. And like you said, motherfuckers like be funny as hell and this, that, whatever and shit. And I think it's going to be a, a nice like addition to the pod because um, as much as like I was kind of getting tired of the whole like, Rory and Maul shit that they had before, maybe because of the tension, it got like lost to me. Then niggas brought like a certain energy that you don't really get from the nigga ish, and maybe not even as much from from um, Ice and shit. Like I've been following Ice on um fucking like Twitter like forever and shit. <clears throat> going back and forth about iPhone shit. We was bad when some niggas come about iPhone shit like years ago and shit. But anyway, it's like Queen's Flip will bring more of that fucking uh that little street energy to it, a little more maybe industry shit to it. Yeah. That uh, a nigga like, like the dude Ish is like a couple years older than, I mean, he's he, he like mid-40s or shit, whatever. He he ain't really plugged in with like the industry shit. So Polished, it'll right. Be a good, mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, you know, we just good at like talking to shit. So I think it'll be a good addition. I'm looking forward to it. Like, I enjoy Queen's Flip, um, his, uh, his pod, um, different episodes I've seen and shit. And, uh, yeah, like he he he's a good shakeup, and one thing motherfuckers need is like, one thing that shit probably need is like you know that because they do it for like a big scale, that you know bring someone in that's like certified shit talking motherfuckers like it's good for them. So I mean, shout out to them, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna be listening. No, no doubt. I'm a, um, if he's already been on one, I'm gonna go look for the. I want to hear the first one that he was um that he was on, so I can kind of get it um. A good perspective of what it may look like as of right now. But go ahead, go ahead B. You was about to say that. No, no, I said facts. Like you, you probably should. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Because it, it's it's a different type of energy. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Joe was saying, it is. It's very different. Like even the cadence. Like this nigga will cut you off. This nigga's quick. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a different, different type of energy when you're on there. So yeah, I mean, it is. It's interesting. I think you should listen to it. So yeah, now nah, that's a that's a fact because I you know, well, obviously he's from Queens, so I'm gonna listen to it. Shout out to the hometown. Uh, yeah, 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 they gotta be what it's gonna be. <laughs> shout out to the hometown. Shout out to Jersey because that's who they represent. Joe and other shit like fact. that. And shit like that. Um, I did mention that um that uh I put in the list that um Black Panther made history and it's actually uh at at that point in time when I posted it was at it's probably bigger now but it was at 429 million which officially makes it the highest-grossing female-led superhero movie in the history of the United States box office, which obviously is led by uh, Letitia Wright, um, Angela Bassett, and things as such like that. So shout-out shout out to them, shout-out to the movie. I know we, we already kind of gave our thoughts on the movie and things like that. Um, I don't know, is there really anything to add to that? And did you um, add anything to that? Go ahead, Joe. No, I'll say shout-out to, uh, yeah, shout to them because that was definitely, like, a lot of female energy and shit. And um, I just love seeing them sisters do their thing. And you still catch uh, Black Panther with kind of better in the theaters. But if you uh, if you been there, did your theater shit, and you wait, you want to see it again, but you wait for it, um, they announced that February 1st is going to be when it drops on Disney+. Plus. So uh, 
Dope. I'll probably watch that a couple times as soon as that's a fact. Up on there. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, hell yeah. I didn't even that's know that. Damn. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. And shout out to Angela Bassett for being a real parent. If anybody caught that, her son did some kind of weird yeah, shit. Yeah, I saw it. I saw now, it. Now that's a little car. That's a little car. We well, can well, live for it a little bit. Yeah, let me let me let me yeah. let me set it up first. So Angela Bassett who's married to Courtney B. Vance, another actor in his own right, if you're familiar with the Law and Order. He was one of the lawyers on the, um, I think it was regular, I think it was regular Law and Order that mm-hmm. known from. And he was also the, um, the he was also the husband of um, Whitney Houston on The Preacher's Wife. And Is that the movie? Yeah, The Preacher's Wife. And he bodied the Johnny Cochran role. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's series. right. That's I, believe, I believe he might have, I don't know if he did. Did he, if he didn't get the, the Emmy, he got a nomination. Right, That's shout it. to him. So really, what, really, what happened was her her son, which was a trending thing on TikTok, was that they would announce to their family, they would announce to their parents that a um, actor passed away. But Angela Bassett, being um, part of the lineage of Black Panther, he was a part of that TikTok uh, trend where he announced to his parents, Angela Bassett in particular, that Michael B. Jordan had passed away. And she reacted like we would have wanted her to react as a black mother in the culture in shock and awe after losing um, Chadwick. She was shocked and dismayed. You saw her approach and scream in that fact. And then she the, the video cut off. But we can tell just by yeah. the video, the apology video that I'm sure. Can I just give you a little bit of context? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. There's been a trend on the Internet. And I saw it, right? And it's like, it, um, and, and people have been laughing about it and it's been funny. And it's like telling people that this person passed and, and their age or whatever. It's like It's been like a, a hot TikTok, you know what I mean? And the funniest one, there's a few funny ones, but it's all for not famous. Like, like it's, it's they're telling people that the, the famous person that they like passed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, but nobody's been famous that's been got. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, the funniest one to me was like, oh, Howard Stern, dead at 65 or whatever. And and the white man was like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just crazy, you know? Like, they were acting like that. Like, it was just like white parents, like, reacting to this shit, right? Um, But, or or the, or the the um all the white women in the room, when they said Oprah passed, they was wilding too. That was a funny one. But the thing that made this one to stand out is because she knows uh um what's the name brian whatever what's michael b jordan michael b jordan michael, michael b jordan michael. yeah she knows michael b jordan like that's the you know what i mean like you can't just throw that like it's a, it so it's attached to an actual famous person and somebody that you actually know so it's too much you know what i mean like you don't like you're already playing with something that's really not funny you know what i mean like you're not it's not funny to say somebody died right so you're already playing with that and then it got too close because it was a personal relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that that was the shit that made that's the shit where it's like, all right, I know you're 16 years old, kid, you know what I'm saying? And I know you TikTok is probably a big part of like your life. You know what I'm saying? And you go there, see some funny shit. But you can't do that to your mother. Yeah. Talking being about who she is, being who she is. Well, no, yeah, well, you, well, not even being who she is, but you will be, well, just being who she is connected to that person. Like, there was, it's, it's been, she just, fuck, they just released, yeah. they just, her movie is out, you know what I'm saying? And that whole movie was 
a love letter to Chadwick Boseman that passed away at like 42, 43 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you gonna tell your mother that the other promising young brother that she would did that first movie with, and even there was a cameo in the second movie, that he passed away? Where the fuck, what the fuck were you thinking? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if you, that, like, it's like it's not like he could have did that shit to his mother. It's fucked up because he's famous and she might know some of you motherfuckers, but you should have hit her with, like, the Howard Stern shit or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. I, and I seen the video. The kid was, like, giggling when he did it. Like, motherfuckers, yeah. after they saw that clip and shit, and, of course, he was fucking real tearful and real apologetic and shit. Like, he got some act right from either his... Um, Oscar winning mother, or Oscar night, whatever she, I, I, if she ain't with, she damn she deserve it, she ain't get it. And her, yep, her two right. time Emmy winning Antonio yeah. and father and shit. I swear the father whooped his ass. They can say that the Angela <laughs> whooped his ass. Well, I swear he, that Courtney B. Vest was like, fall back, I'm gonna whoop this nigga ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he deserved that shit. Yeah, yeah. It was bad, y'all. You don't play like that. Like, that, that wasn't mm-hmm. no funny shit. Because it was like, it's, the relationship was too close. Yeah, you, know you can't do that. that. That's like, yeah. You can't. I don't, yeah, you he ain't even shit. really all that young enough. Well, how old is he? Um, he, ain't, he ain't I think he was, he was 60. 30, he was, 30, 30, 60. The kid was 16. Uh, yeah, the kid was 16. Oh, okay. The kid was 16. Yeah. I kind of get that a little bit more. Ah, fucked yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? He fucked up, but I kind of get a little bit more. He's 16. You know what I mean? Nah. I, 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 I can't, like. Well, I guess. Be, I, I, because I of who she I'm with you, Joe. I'm with you, Joe. Again, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. his life. Like with me, like I grew up like with the older people in my in my in my uh, family, my grandmother, great aunt, shit passed for so long. Like I was doing funerals, like fucking riding the most of funerals when I was like eight, nine, ten. Like it was a whole bunch of people. So it's like I wouldn't joke about the at sixteen. I would joke about the passing of somebody, but not anybody that was like yeah, someone new. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that shit is that shit was. Fucking stupid. What I used to do, what I used to mm-hmm. do is, a nigga would be already dead for mad years, mm-hmm. and I'd say that the nigga died. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, "Yo, Betty yeah. White died." You're like, you know what I mean? I'd do shit like that. I can't front. Mm-hmm. And, he, and then I even got a nigga. I, I even got some old people to react to saying, "I, I said Marvin Gaye just died." <laughs> for real? I swear to God, I got him one time. <laughs> I used to do that shit, but like, I, it was always dead people already. You're Mm-hmm. Word. So, I'll yeah, say this though. I remember probably in my twenties and shit. I don't know if the site is still up, but there was some website where it was like it was like a death thing or something. But my did have was a with, Yeah. Yeah. I wanna say it was like dead, like it was some deadpool shit, like death pool, some shit. It was some shit where he's talking about motherfuckers that was old. Yeah. yeah. You would think was going like yo, when they gonna die, how they gonna do shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's shit. I remember being in my 20s fucking making a bet with my nigga. I bet like $100 that Bobby Brown was going to die within a year after Whitney died. I lost that bet. A lot of niggas but made I, that bet, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but Bobby Brown wasn't like my family or whether like yeah, yeah, my yeah, people yeah, yeah. or something. I knew he was. We won't say this. That's we, a different type of bet, nigga. That's a different type yeah, of bet. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. I was going to take that and get me some drinks and get me some lap dances, nigga. Yeah. But he lived in, so my nigga got the lap dances and drinks, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. nah, that that was like some wild shit, and 
it's like, damn, I, I don't know. That kid got to be real dead. So I, I, he learned a lesson that I guess he probably need to learn from that shit. Because it's like, your mom's just going to see this nigga again. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be like, yo, she going to look at him like wild as shit. Like, yo, your son, like, choked about me being dead, yo. <laughs> like, it, it, it's just crazy, like. Yeah. That shit crazy. And, like, I, like, he put it, he was giggling. His mom was about to go through it. She was going through it. She was like, like, if he didn't kept that video running, if he didn't, like, I don't know what the fuck happened, if he didn't kept that shit going, you didn't see no full fucking Angela Bassett fucking breakdown. Yeah. And followed by a quick ass whooping of this motherfucker because that shit was ridiculous, yo. Sure. But speaking of death, yo. Yeah. No, speaking uh, of death. Man, drunk, I'm, nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna give, I'm, I'm just parlay this to some folks that had passed the shit like fucking um I forget all who had passed, but Pele passed since we potted last. That shit was wild yeah. to me. It just felt yeah. weird, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of who he is, you know what I'm saying, what he represents. It just felt weird that he passed. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I didn't even know how old he was or not. You know what I mean? Right. Think, think right. about like '86 or something like that. Yeah, I know, but like '84 to '86. Like, any. You know what I'm saying? Niggas didn't know how old Pele was. They just mm-hmm. felt like, oh, Pele is a thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it was crazy to just hear that, ah, oh, this nigga just died. Ah, ah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt that weird shit. when I saw it. That weird. And Barbara Walters passed. And oh. it was like, she like 90 something. Hmm? Yeah, Barbara Walters used to fuck with black niggas. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I like her. Yeah. That's another person. Yeah, that's another person that um, I guess from a media standpoint, she holds a lot of weight, be it as a um, a woman in sense, not necessarily a black woman, but as a woman in sense, and what she accomplished. I guess things with uh, outside of her direct interviews and what she produced with what the view is and how it went through the years, and where it is now. You know, she she holds a lot of weight within that culture and within that uh that society as a woman <clears throat> in that field, you know, she passed and then I, I didn't get to really see any type of dedications, but I'm sure there was a lot. I don't know if you guys have anything specific that you might've seen outside of um, knowing that she passed away. I, I, kind of, that's, I do take fault on that, that I did not uh, research that. And you're right in terms of bringing that up with Pele as well as her, in terms of where her, her impact and everything is that she's done as a woman in this, and the media field as well. So I don't know if I yeah, yeah. whoever was going for some that. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I saw some, like, an intriguing thing, too. I ain't really watch it or nothing like that. But, you know, it was like, it's, it's funny. She wasn't motherfuckers. I mean, she wanted people that was, like, so old that it's like, you wasn't sure if she was still alive or you figured she was, but it wasn't like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's closer to that. You know what I'm saying? I feel what you're saying, y'all. Yep. Yeah. And another, another um, and then some other folks that passed and shit, but something that popped up on my shit, I saw that uh that gangster boo passed away. Yes, thank damn. So happy you remembering all these people. Shout out to Gangster Boo. I don't died the dead. Yeah. <laughs> but so I, she's I, only I don't forty three, yeah. 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 I don't oh, yeah. know what I don't did they say that it, what it was specifically? I know they said they found her, and you know, when they say they found you, the implicate they uh, with that with that inference, I should say in that fashion, what that inference mean. I haven't really seen anything on exactly what that is, but shout out to um shout out to her. And I've seen different like <clears throat> you know, got the Memphis niggas on my on my Facebook. I just seen many folks posting about her shit, but they said they 
So her dad on her porch, she was 43 years old, like, cheese. Yeah, that's not crazy. But, uh, but now she definitely like a little Memphis hip-hop legend and shit. Fucking shout out 36 Mafia and all that. Uh, you know, God bless. 43 is like, damn. Yeah, that shit ain't right. That's what I'm saying, yo. God just ran out of niggas to take. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know it might be a little out of order and shit, but speaking of death and shit, like I remember they was gearing up for like a whole 24 hour like. No, 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 I do, but that was my wife actually called me. That might be why that happened, but um. Yeah. But nah, speaking of like death and folks passed, I saw it did this big wake for um, Pele, legend and shit, king down there and shit. And like, I was like, all right, yeah, you know, that's, that's dope. They get, getting him his flowers and shit. And I'm chilling, putting on this Monday night football game. Shit supposed to be lit, you know what I'm saying? This is, is two of them teams, you know what I'm saying? The Bengals, mm-hmm. who won the Super Bowl last year, and then the Bills. Well, lost, lost the Super Bowl. They lost. They lost the Super Bowl, but yeah. Well, they were, I don't say they were in the Super Bowl. Right? I don't say mm-hmm. they, were, they were in that shit. We all know my nigga Odell Beckham got his ring. But anyway, shout out to the Rams and niggas is trash and shit. But anyway, oh, motherfucker, motherfucker, this is going to be the Bengals and that bad motherfucker Joe Burrow, shout out to that cracker. And the other bad, one of the bad white boys and shit, uh, Josh Allen, for the Bills, it's going to be a day. Go in there, and start out a little something, a little field goal for the, for the Bills. Little touchdown for the Bengals, you know what I'm saying? It's working. Fucking Joe Burrow connect his pass to T. Higgins. And then um promising young uh, defensive back, uh safety weather and shit. Devin, Devin, yeah, Devin Hamlin. No, no his name is Demar Hamlin. I'm gonna say Demar, excuse me, Demar, DeMar <laughs> And um he went there, got him a little tackle and shit, you know what I'm saying? It looked like pretty standard, you know what I'm saying? He got knocked him down and shit, it was all right. My man stand up and like Maybe two, three seconds later, my man just collapsed. Damn. Now, Devin, Devin Hamlin ain't no um, Devin. Demar Hamlin ain't no like. Big That's my fault. Shit, That's my fault. Everyone, I wrote that, Devin Hamlin instead of Demar right. Hamlin. That's my fault. Yeah. Okay. Right. So the brother Demar Hamlin went like no big time like player and shit like since he was a six round pick like in two thousand and um, twenty one. But yep. he, he got um with uh, I forget dude name that went down in like the second week. Fucking um, Demar Hamlin got his chance. He was shining. He was starting and shit. I was even Madden getting interceptions and shit. Whatever he was doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? He was like mm-hmm. one of the top niggas getting tackles in the league and on his team and shit. And collapsed. I was like, oh shit. But what's up? You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers didn't, didn't know what's going on. And then it was like almost immediate that motherfucker saw it was like some other shit. It wasn't no like injury, no shit like that. They was thinking we might motherfuckers like, is this a head injury or something? And then the whole fuck. Fucking sports world just stop us. This is Monday night football. Like, they don't get no bigger than Monday night football with two marquee teams playing for like some seed in the playoffs. And um, it was a scary scene. Um, brother, we found, later found out it was cardiac arrest. And the whole team was out there on their knees, praying, surrounding the shit while they was trying to revive this man. Fucking CPR. Like, this man, heart stopped. He was not breathing and shit. They pulled the device. Defibrillator. Yeah. They could not get him. They could not. They they could not get this pulse. They could not get breath in his lungs and shit. They got him. They 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 finally got the, the man breathing and shit with um with the oxygen and took him away in the ambulance. Niggas was fucked up. It was it was fu- everybody was crying. These is the fucking gladiators of our time. Fucking 
football players, like, my favorite sport is probably basketball shit, but football players, them niggas go hard as fuck. And you had the toughest, strongest, most whatever the fuck niggas fucking weeping and shit, being consoled. And yeah, man, it, it was a thing. Like, this motherfucker, this, this young kid, 24 years old, uh, from a small town outside of Pittsburgh and shit, he died. You know what I'm saying? They brought him back to life and then they had to take him to um area hospital. Yeah, and, yeah University. It's, just, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the craziest shit. And that's like, the whole background on him, and um, did you see it? Was either one of y'all watching? I, I saw, it, I saw it, but I'll let B go first because I want to ask some comments. Well, no, no, no. no. What I'm gonna say is, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I only thing I got is alerts on my phone that something happened, and I saw the name everywhere. I'd never really followed up. I'm gonna be honest. Mm. Okay. So I, I, I got most of it. I got all of my information from you right now, Joe. Okay. So I'll, I'll say this. So I was similar to you, B. I fell asleep because, again, like I said, I'm in year-end close, so I kind of wasn't, I had fallen asleep, and then my phone kept, I fell asleep on top of my phone, and I, the, my phone kept vibrating. That's what literally woke me up, and when I looked, it, I just had a matter, a bunch of, you know, we all in group text around, however, whether it be WhatsApp or regular text, and I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on? So I, wa- I didn't watch it live, similar to UB, I wasn't watching, so I, I had to see it in the yeah. after whether through Twitter or whatever. So I, they, they had stopped showing it through the telecast because to Joe's point, how serious it was. So what I got, I went to Twitter. I said, let me see if I can find this on Twitter or YouTube or whatever. I found most of it on Twitter. You're such a mixy little internet nigga. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But now nah, it's football. You know, that's my favorite sport. Yeah. You know, and, and like for, we know soccer is the biggest sport in the world, but as far as this country, the NFL is the biggest, in terms of viewership, is the biggest sport in this country. Right. So you probably had about so you probably had about and this was in the beginning of the game. So the average was probably about 25 to 30 million to Joe's point. What he was saying, this actually determined what was which was what would have been the first, second and third seed of the playoff, which is the top three positions in the playoff, because at that point in time, the Chiefs were first, the Bills were second, the Bengals were third. Had they won the game, the Bengals could have possibly moved into the second place. So it had. Heavy, it does still because that game is still in flux at the moment. If that game did not continue, they stopped the game. And currently, we don't know what they're going to do because they have not said what they're going to do. And they're going to play their regular scheduled game on Sunday uh, that they have regularly have scheduled. And they'll probably play it. But um, I don't know, Joe, you might be probably was going to say it, but I'll go right now. As of today, the most recent information that we have is that he's still incubated, but however, he is awake and he communicated. Uh, I think, Joe, you said, I didn't see how they said it, but maybe perhaps through some writing or however they was communicated. One of the things he asked was, hey, did they win the game? Because he was unaware of what happened if the game continued or anything. And as we know now, the game was paused as it was 7-3. I, I don't. That's why I said, that's why I said, as we believe because I can't believe the first thing he asked when he woke up was if they won the game. I'm sure that might have been, if there were 50 things he said, that one might have been between 40, 40 and 50, if that makes yeah. sense to you. That's what, and, I, and so I'm with you, B. I don't believe that was the yeah. first thing he asked. I uh, believe from a PR standpoint, that's what they put out. But 1,000%, yeah. I do not believe that was the first thing he asked. But you, Joe, you sound like you was about to say something. I'll pause right I'll there. say this, man. I'd be real cynical and shit, right? And even when some of these famous motherfuckers die, I'd be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Usually it'd be gun violence. I'm like, damn, why the fuck was they there? Shit like that. But this shit hit me because I remember his name from the video game, right? 
And then mm-hmm. they was talking about him. It's like, yo, the dude was 24 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like second year in the league. Then, of course, all the shit started coming out. Like, you see a video of him running up to, like, his mother, his father, shit, every game, a couple weeks earlier, shit like that. Then the next thing you see, I see is, like, one of his biggest things was since even when he, he was playing the pit, um, his college, even the year before he got drafted, he started a, um, a toy so drive fun, for, like... A toy drive for 25. Well, he started a toy drive for... Um, kids in like his neighborhood and shit like that so the first thing i'm seeing with this like i'm hugging his mother and shit then i go in there and i see like this young dude maybe about, like 20 23 like that and he just like he went like when a big burly football player he's like just like a regular dude you know what i'm saying like he's corner or safety shit. he was like kind of like a regular dude and i just seen him smiling and like looking like a young dude like like kid you know what i'm saying with these kids and he was talking all this shit and it was like just seeing like the charity in him and shit like that. And it was like that shit hit me. It's like, damn, yo, young nigga just started getting his shine in the league and shit. You know what I'm saying? And that shit. And it hit me. And I thought, real shit, I thought he was dead. And the NFL didn't want to have somebody dead on national TV. And if they put him in that fucking ambulance dead, and that they was going to play this how they was going to play it out and then just let him. Just announce him dead, like at the hospital. So I was stayed. So I was up. I was dead. Moved to the sports center, to the Twitter shit. I was just seeing, and like, like you said, they said recently, like today, yesterday, shit like that. He um, was writing that shit, and like y'all, I don't believe that fucking. Uh, did we win the game? Yeah, we won. Yeah, yeah that definitely wasn't the like, first. That definitely oh, wasn't the first oh, thing shit. he said. Hell no. But the one thing I do appreciate from this whole shit, and Anthony not here, I wish he was here because I was going back and forth with him in the chat about this was. How the man had this GoFundMe up there, and it was just like twenty five grand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Toy drive. Twenty five hundred, not even twenty five hundred, not twenty five hundred. But like a toy driver shit. By the fucking end of the night, that shit was up to a mil. Right now, that shit is seven point five million. Yep. You know what I'm saying? This is less than this is about forty eight hours. This is less than forty eight hours from. Actually, no, this is about um, three days. So yeah, yeah. What is that? Seventy two. Yeah, yeah. yep. Less than seventy two hours of shit. Ready Either way, respect. Million. You know what I mean? Respect, Respect that shit. Yeah. And that so shit I, popped off with, with people giving like fucking little donations, three dollars, twenty dollars, hundred dollars, that whatever. And then the big, then the man Tom Brady came in there like fuck that shit, ten grand. And then everybody like said it, motherfuckers. Some of the famous people like ran that shit up. Sierra, Russell Wilson put their ten there. Um, I think the highest shit now was like Jim Mercer and the Colts. They had like they had like twenty five thousand. They put up there. But that shit is dope to me. And I wish um, Anthony was here because he was like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying. Um, Fucking you know, hopefully he get well and he come back in the league and come back in the league. I was like, fuck that. He died, yo. If I die in the football field, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, fuck I'm, that. Yeah. I'm gonna take that seven. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that fucking seven point five million, which it is now. Lord knows what's gonna be. And we're gonna fucking become a fucking philanthropist. And he got like a little bullshit clothing line. I'm gonna fucking build that shit up and fucking and and like just do that shit and say fuck playing football again because. You died, nigga. Yeah, that, that football state is done, died. though. I ain't with it. You know what I mean? After this, so, yeah, I wanna, cause I wanna speak. B mentioned it, and I wanna, I wanna speak to it for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back, and then I'm gonna come forward to the point with that you may be, and then you can jump in. So, I, like I said, I didn't see it. So one of the things that I saw, I, like I said, I went to Twitter first, and before I saw the actual uh, ESPN footage, I saw. Uh, fan footage, and I'll say this: I saw 
six five, three hundred and fifty pound men on all fours, meaning their hands and their knees screaming. Right? So these are supposed to be to I don't know if it was B or Joe that said these are supposed That's to be the gladiators. Okay, mm-hmm. Joe, that said these are supposed to be the gladiators in the biggest sport. Not that no disrespect to MMA or wrestling or anything like that. But in terms of what this country is, the biggest sport, the well, rather, excuse me, the most viewed sport in this country, on their hands and knees, screaming and hollering. And also what I saw from the fan footage, I saw players, if you remember the Kevin Ware, is it Kevin Ware from Louisville? Joe, yeah. um, I mean, yeah. thank you. That that footage, we remember play, We remember watching that Louisville bench of players fainting yeah. and players throwing up. He broke his leg and he was completely conscious during the whole time. I saw players throwing up on both the from the fan footage, throwing up from both sidelines and all hand gladiators of all six five, three hundred and fifty pounds at Oliver number ninety one, who's actually one of the better players on the Bills, hollering and screaming and I likened it and I said this, I know how I mess with Clubhouse a lot, and I was letting people know I saw that man who was one of the premier players in that game on his hands and knees, screaming and hollering. I likened it to when Doughboy and Cuba Gooding Jr. brought uh, Ricky into the house and his mother saw his, her son die. He was screaming. And we all know in our culture, specifically in our culture, what that scream means yeah. for, for men at that point in time of what they were witnessing in the moment in real time. You could talk about, and I said this before, and I'll say it again, and I want to reiterate this on purpose. I don't give a fuck because there were several people talking about, oh, we see niggas. No, nigga, you ain't never been in that fucking situation. When you see a motherfucker's chest, when they crack a motherfucker's chest open and they shock this motherfucker because they use the AED, which is the fibrillator, excuse me, a defibrillator on the field. That ain't no motherfucker, Ryan Shazier or Dennis Bird getting paralyzed where they were completely conscious of what was happening in the moment we've always seen these things in football we have never ever seen this in football and to b's point and i'll go to you b in a minute because you were mentioning something that i want to go to as well we have never seen a player this is the nfl's worst nightmare which mm-hmm. is a player dying on the field people were like oh we've seen Owen Hart." no motherfucker we didn't see owen hart when he was lowered from the Raptors and he died. And we didn't, maybe, maybe 800,000 people, because that wasn't even WrestleMania. That was like a SummerSlam or some shit. Respect to Owen Hart when he passed away. But we have never seen this as opposed to the three major sports, which is football, baseball, basketball. We have never seen this unless you want to go to, um, um, be, help me out, Kane Gathers in yeah. that situation. Hank Gathers yeah. and maybe Reggie Lewis, I think, in that situation. is the closest we have seen to this. But in terms of this, and given this season, if we just take a step back to what we saw with Tua, even with a concussion, we had never seen that type of shit before. But this and those players witnessing that on that field, there was no way they were going to continue that game. And I want to go a little bit further. Any of us who work, most of us in this, uh, who are in our group, who work in corporate America, we understand risk management. And there's, um, uh, what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 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 exigent circumstance management that you have in place. This is the shit that they practice. It's like a fucking fire drill in your building. You practice that shit, it's fucking irritating. You gotta leave whatever you're working on in the moment, but you go through the fire drill, you come back in. It's the worst thing that you wanna do in the moment. You pra- This is the last thing you think of when you, 
He's like, I could get hurt. I could break my leg. I could break a finger. Hell, we saw Ryan Lott get his finger cut off mid-game and go back in. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is some shit that we have never witnessed in any of the three major sports before. And even if you want to include boxing, people have died in boxing. Nobody died in the ring. We have never seen this shit before, especially on this magnitude. So it fucked a lot of people up that was watching it, let alone the players. And like I said, if you go to Twitter, how I witnessed it for the first time was them showing players throwing up on the field and fucking screaming as if it was their child that was they were watching this happen to. So I don't like I'm a big football proponent, regardless of how me and B always go back and forth and play and joke and shit like that. This is some serious shit regardless of the sport that we've never seen before, and it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to that young man. Hopefully he can recover and what it is. And I don't want to say shout out to the NFL because if you work in risk management, you assess all of the worst possibilities in the moment. So we know you had to get a Roger Goodell. You had to get however many owners you could get on the phone, PR directors, lawyers, ESPN, because there's a production aspect and business always goes on hell. Respectfully, Steve Jobs died. Apple had to continue, so there had to be a contingency plan in place. And they did stop, they, excuse me, they did uh, suspend the game. I don't want to say cancel. They did suspend the game. I suspect perhaps that he's getting better, that we may get an update when they may play the game again. But it does have heavy. Game. Say it again? They ain't playing that game. No, no, they're going to play it. I believe they're going to okay. play it because no, I not. believe, no, no. Well, we don't know. I respect your perspective, but I believe they're going to play it again because he's gotten better. And I suspect tomorrow, we we don't know. This is just my, this is just me and um, at this point Joe's speculation. I believe they'll play the game again because it it it, it literally affects the one, two, three in spots in the league. So I believe they will play it again. They will, I'm sorry, they will. Con- I don't want to say play it again. They will continue from that seven three point of where it was. They will play it again on an off day. Because that young man is getting better. And I suspect that we will actually, we're recording this on a Thursday. On a Friday tomorrow, which will be Friday, I suspect that we're here when they will actually play that game again. Again, this is just my spec. This is just speculation on my behalf. And Joe saying they won't, and I'm saying they will. And I'll get B's perspective in a minute. But I just really want to look at the point. And we'll, uh, I want to talk about the Skip Bayless thing, but I want to go to B's point. And when he said, what he was probably about, what I think he was about to say, but I don't want to speculate, but I go to you, B. But you, you were about to say something about it. I, I, I don't know that I was saying anything. Are you sure? Because you've been calling B, B, um, Joe and Joe B this whole time. Oh, my bad, my bad. That's you my may be, That's you my may have been Joe that was going to say some shit. Okay, well, Joe, if you were going to say him, go ahead. Um, no, I mean, I, if I was going to say something, I probably forgot what it was going to be at this yeah. point, but it, but um, with that whole shit, my last little words on it for real is that I don't think they're gonna play that game again because uh, it's. I heard some folks talk about it. it was like uh, what was it? The Adam Schefter. He was like he didn't think they were gonna play it again. He said a lot of folks talking about it was bad mojo and shit. They got room to play around with playing that game again. Um, and right, it does right. have some real playoff like implications and shit. Right. Um, right. Right. With like seeding, but I think that motherfuckers might just have to like take that L, and it's not going to be fair to motherfuckers. But they're going to make call that shit no contest with them. <laughs> Excuse me, no contest. Call it a tie no or something. Contest. Call it yeah, a tie. Yeah, make it a tie. Okay, gotcha. And just and just have it be like that, and the motherfuckers will probably meet up again actually in the playoffs and shit. Maybe right, right, in the right. first round. Right, but, right. But um, 
yeah, with that shit, uh, it was just it was just too much. You know what I'm saying? It's just so much. And like you said, like not to belabor the point, but right, right, it's right. like it wasn't no like maybe this nigga paralyzed this that whatever and shit like that. But he still kind of it's like no, it's my fucking heart stop. They had to bring him back to life, and my fucking saw that, and they was fucked up. It was fucked up. And God bless, you know, and God bless that young man. I'm glad he's doing better. And um and I'm I'm glad that they had all that money come in and they amended the uh, GoFundMe and shit. I, I donated hundred three dollars and shit. Oh um, shout out to you. Like, shout out to you. Shout out. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. I thought I thought, yeah. well, I don't know if B was gonna say it, but I thought because me and B have had this conversation a few I don't know what pods, how long we've been talking about this. But what I thought you were going to say, B, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, I thought you were going to allude to the fact that the downstream effect to parents watching that and what the downstream effect to that, and, you know, we're talking about in the moment, but maybe 10, year, 10 to 20 years from now, we've always talked about this, B, we've gone yeah. back and forth about this, that there may be a, dem, um, I don't want to say demise, um, mothers or fathers or parents in general saying, I don't want my son specifically because this you're not gonna get somebody on the precipice anymore yeah that's what i want that's what i thought you was gonna say okay it's been no i I wasn't but 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 now do you say it's been a while that it's been like that you know what i'm saying but it's been less and less now the thing is is that football is still culture in america to to what your point is right 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 so those people are always like i got i'm from a neighborhood where them niggas is always gonna have niggas in football. Like it's just it's culture there. Right, 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 right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? So it's different than it's different, but but someone on the precipice, you're not gonna get new people. Like all this getting involved in this culture. I don't think that's right. Okay, good. That's what I thought you were gonna you know say. Okay. That's what I thought you might have said, but that's why when you thought I was complaining, that's what I thought you were gonna say. Cause we've talked yeah. about this yeah, a yeah, few yeah. different times back and forth on that. But now that we're in real time of what's happening, you know what I'm saying? And uh, what I was going to say was four, three and a half years from now, we're going to have the World Cup in the United States. And being that soccer is the biggest sport and that the United States has a young team and they're expecting it to be bigger and excuse me, better in four years from now. And that spot soccer soccer is the highest paying sport when you get to the top end, not the bottom end, but the top end of the Premier League, you're talking about. We talk about, okay, LeBron or Steph Curry, I think, is the highest paid, getting like $53 million. Hell, uh, Ronaldo is getting paid $75 million a year. Yeah. When we're talking about the top end, $75 million, that's more than baseball, that's more than basketball, that's more than any sport in the world. He's getting $75 million a year at the top end to play that sport. And now it's going to be coming to, coming to the United States, well, North America, correct me if I'm wrong, North America in the next four years, the, the World Cup is going to be in be played between Canada, United States, and Mexico. And we're going to be able to see this in real time. And it's allegedly the men's soccer team, because the women's has always been better than the men's uh, for the most part. In recent time, the men's soccer team is supposed to be better because it's a very young team. It's supposed to be better. And when this, this uh, sport hits America, they're expecting an impact. And to B's point that we've all, and I'm just going to say this, We've always, me and him have always gone back and forth on this. And now with this being something that we've seen, and hopefully to what Joe was saying, that this young man is getting better, that we don't see the demise of this young man, that a lot of parents can be maybe steering their kids more to 
football, excuse me, baseball, basketball, and soccer, and having it take a catapult step forward. I don't know what the percentages will be in 10 years. I suspect, you know, God well in good health that we'll be able to see and maybe have this conversation again in 10 years. Because I do agree with B mm-hmm. that it has mm-hmm. been diminishing, but we've always gone back and forth. That at this point, at point right now, no, still football and then NCAA football is number one and number two. But I do I think to the point that I thought B was going to make, I'm going to agree with him that we can see a shift in maybe in the next 10 to 15 years that uh, we're going to see a big shift. But now you can you can offer pushback. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Like one of the um one of the biggest things that um since it should happen was I'm having um the uh former pro players and shit, um most notably uh Ryan Clark, um uh, yeah, most notably Ryan Clark and a couple other ones that um were talking about how they don't want their kids to play football. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to play. They said if they if they and they're not gonna let them play tackle until like maybe they hit like high school and shit like that. Right, that's a fact. Like that, because it's like I don't play flag till then. Like they, they, it's like it's they too little. It hits as hard as all the shit like that. And I think the shit, you know, will diminish. But to Brian's point, like talking about like Georgia shit like that. This is certain places where motherfuckers that's just ingrained yeah. in them. And Texas yeah. shit like that. It's like certain places in Florida. It's like certain places where that shit is just so ingrained in the fucking culture. And all, and it's been like a thing like with different entities like that over the years. You hear like pro players say so they wouldn't let their kids play. They wouldn't let their kids play. But the whole shit that comes down to it is like a lot of them that, you know, they wouldn't change shit. You know what I'm saying? Even though they fuck, a lot of them is fucked up and shit. They said that when you come from certain circumstances, it's always going to be a thing that if you can run this fast or hit that hard or throw this shit, however you throw it, mm-hmm. and you can like change your parents, change your family's whole like life and shit. Yeah. And motherfuckers mm-hmm. going to do it. It's like. Think about it like fucking boxing and shit. Like, who in their right mind picks up fucking boxing and shit? I'm saying motherfuckers that just had that shit ingrained in their fucking culture or motherfuckers that's like, yo, this will be my fucking way out. I'm saying like you were literally getting hit in the fucking head, having like multiple fucking concussions and shit like that. We ain't even talking about cardiac arrest getting beaten to like that shit. But like, I guess we should probably get off this. But I would say a little shout out to was I saw a little article talking about um the uh, the saint the, the ownership of the saints and the pelicans has sent out um like uh sent out like a number of like um ad's the automated electric uh what is it what is it what are ad's or is it the fibrillator the fibrillator yes the fibrillator yeah automated uh external defibrillator the shock the shock basically yeah um the ownership for um new orleans pelicans and the the saints they sent out 40 of those to like a Recreation department in New Orleans and shit for um to um so they'll have you'll know, have that um next level of like support for right. any possible shit happen to like the youth sports because one thing they kept they kept talking about was like if you was going to have somebody have a fucking heart attack during the football game thank God that it was the fucking pros because yep if that was college they wouldn't have had it if it was, it was colleges they wouldn't have it like that you know what I'm saying if it was well, fucking high school mm-hmm. if, well certain most colleges and shit. Maybe right. like some of the higher programs might, but college, if, it was, if it was fucking high school or fucking youth shit, dude, like, whatever. And the shit, they, it might, not, it might not have been the same reaction time as they had in the NFL, is what you're saying. They would have been able to pop out like that. Like, they so, say that in their life. Like that shit. So what I'll say is, to the NFL's security, uh, not the security, their um, protocol, that's the right word. 
to the NFL's protocol, they did have, so you have, um, there's independent uh, neurologists and doctors on the sidelines, on each sideline. There's an independent doctor in the booth. There's an independent doctor in the um, replay center that's watching the games that can recognize concussions on site if they can't see it on the field. There are, um, well, my son played high school football, so I could, I'm just going to speak directly to that from the high school level. And I know they have it at the college level. At every high school and college level, you is mandatory, like by law, you have to have an ambulance on scene at that point in time. But in the NFL, they, they have not one but two ambulances on site, one for each team if something would happen. You know, let's say something happened with the Bengals sideline and then something happened with the Bills sideline. At least there were two on site. And if those two happen to leave, they have two on call that have to happen to fill in. You had both. Um, he was given just a few facts. He was given he was given CPR for nine minutes. So if anybody knows anything, let's just go through the facts of what it is. He did to what Joe was saying. He did have uh, he did. Uh, they had to administer CPR twice in nine minutes and that's what keep that's what keeps you breathing even though your body doesn't can't do it on its own you act as a human respirator in the point that you're giving them cpr for those nine minutes because those nine minutes are the most critical moments between when you can get an oxygen mask and the respirator and all those things that between the ambulance coming on the field they were given cpr which is why this young man may have some and i'm using air quotes that you can't see some capacity that he's awake because he's still intubated. I to think be, to, to Joe's point where he might have wrote it. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead, go ahead. All of this has been very beautiful, but we are very morbid here. Like, listen, no, no, we are, we are, we are. We can, we can mm-hmm. move off of it. I was just giving more facts, and we can, mm-hmm. we can move past. It. I don't want to, I don't want to say. It. I was just giving more facts and things like that. But like um, Joe said, shout out to the people because Buffalo Bill fans have been really active when any, and I know, and, and I'm just saying specifically Bills fans because they've done this on purpose a lot, whether it's been some type of horrific injury, whether it be a broken leg or whether it be some type of paralyzation or anything, they've been actively, they jump into it. And I'm speaking to Bills fans specifically and giving on the other side of some of the good that we still can find in people, morality in people, giving to that young man who only had a $2,500 limit. They now, I think, uh, Joe, you said up to like seven to 7.5 million into that, that there is some morality around people that can give and understand the situation and not be stuck up into the point of, oh, you got to finish the game or fantasy or betting or any shit like that. But shout out to them and shit like that. Shout out to that young man. We don't have to really stay on it, but we just wanted to give, excuse me, some of the facts on what was going on. We'll keep um, keep tabs on what's going on in that situation and shit like that. So shout out to DeMar Hamlin. I want to correct that because I did write Devin Hamlin, but DeMar Hamlin. In that situation, Joanne Amos too, my nigga. You just wrote a lot of shit. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Say that again. You wrote Joanne Amos. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Shut up, bro. No, 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 no. Fuck that. That that's y'all bullshit. iPhone corrected me. I wrote Johnny, but that shit wrote Joanne. But yeah, fuck you. Right, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna talk it up to that. We're gonna talk it up to that. But uh, but shout out, but 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 shout out to him, and we'll move on from that. I did really want to focus on. This, and I want to preface this by saying not a part of the fucking culture. Rolling Stone 
did another list of the top 200 singers. They did it previously, the top 100 singers, but fuck that list. They did the two, the top 200 singers. And what I'll do is I'll give, I'll give the top 10 and I'll go from 10 to one. I'll give from 10 to one and I'll give my, what I have an issue with. And then I'll let you guys um, go off on that, but just let, allow me to give you 10 to one. Um, number 10 is Al Green. Number nine is Otis Redding. Number eight is Beyonce. Number seven is Stevie Wonder. Number six is Ray Charles. Number five is Mariah Carey. Number four is Billie Holiday. Number three is Sam Cooke. Number two is Whitney Houston. Number one is, is um, excuse me, number one is Aretha Franklin. I don't have a problem with number one. People can argue it, but let me just finish real okay, quick. Okay, my bad. I, I want to finish real quick. I don't have... We, we, I'll let you all go into your part of it. I just gave the top 10. I have a problem with number fucking 17. And I'll get to that, but I'll go to you first, Steve. Go ahead. All right. The thing is, Stevie's too low. Ray Charles is too high. Whitney Houston is too low. Okay. So let me give you... I want you to continue, but I want to give you, I want to give before you continue and Joe, before you comment, I want to give, because initially when I looked at it, I said, I looked at the list and I said, I hate this. But then I said, what is the criteria? Because that matters in this sense. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sam Cooke or Donnie Hathaway? I see both. I see both perspectives. That's why I said, exactly. I need but, to see but, the continue. But see, they only have see Donnie Hathaway in the top 10. Not, not Okay. That's why I said, let me give the, let, so let me give the criteria, okay. then let's go further. Because I know Joe probably has some perspective on this as well. So the first thing they said, keep in mind, this is the greatest singers list, not the greatest voices list. Talent is impressive. Genius is transcendent. Sure, many of the people here were born in the, born with massive pipes, perfect pitch, balanced range. Others have rougher, stranger, or more delicate instruments as our stuff. Okay, cool. This will be Michael Jackson too low. Right. I want to get into that, but in all cases, because I'm I'm gonna shit we're probably gonna agree on a line on that. Yeah, yeah. I think so. In all cases, what mattered most to us, and this is Rolling Stone, to us was originality, influence, the depth of an artist catalog, and the breadth of their musical legacy. A voice can be gorgeous like Mariah Carey's, rugged like Toots Hibbert's. Understood like Willie Nelson, slippery like the sumptuous D'Angelo's, or bracing like Bob Dylan's. But in the end, the singers behind it are for one reason. They can remake the world by just opening their mouths. Now, go ahead, B, with the point you was about to say. Nah, listen, man. If that's if that's the criteria, Mike might, you know what I mean? Like, Nick, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm 1,000% with you. But go ahead. Where else are you going to put Mike? You know what I'm so, so before B continues and before Joe says anything, Michael Jackson is number fucking 86. And I yeah, still haven't hit my point yet, but go ahead, Joe. But go ahead, B. I'm going to say Joe, this. Let me, let me get my little piece, right? Like it, I was looking at this just like, where the fuck is Michael Jackson, right? And I don't have too much problem with the top 10 and shit. Um, there's different ways I was shifted and shit. Um, Shout out to not putting a white person at number one. That would be ridiculous. Aretha Franklin, I love Aretha Franklin. She was born on the greatest day. 
in the world, March 25th, saying birthday is the queen, God bless her. And she she was different. Like I, I'm not even mad at that. Whitney, the voice, she up there. I deserve I love that shit. But it's like if Michael's at a whole 80 son, how the fuck is Aaliyah? Now I'd be trying not to hate on Aaliyah. Yes, Joe. Oh, y'all yes. Yes, Joe. Yes. Aaliyah is the worst. Fucking shit no, but what number I is see? she, Joe? I don't know. She's, she's 40. 40. She, I was about to say, she's, she's at 40. She's at 40. 40. Okay, so that's a bad number for her. That's a bad number for her. I'll say that's that 40. as a Leah fan. That's a bad number for her. Like, because she was like, that was a, be low. I was like, what the fuck? He should be lower and Mike can't be 86, especially given the criteria. But given hmm. the criteria, no, 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 wait, time out. Given the criteria, she can be up there, though, because she got a lot of hits. Like there's a lot of you know what I'm saying like the, it's it, it it goes like if you listen to the criteria that that um Alex gave, given the criteria, forty isn't bad. It just it's just there's right. people that shouldn't that should be higher than her. If you, you look at the almost list, crack, you know who almost cracked the cra- cracked the top ten. Hmm. I'll give you I'll give you fifteen. Actually, I'll give you sixteen. I'll give you seventeen and up. Seventeen. Yeah, let's go. Right? Let's go, Joe. Start at seventeen. Elvis fucking what the fuck? You know? What the yeah. fuck? He, Go ahead. He, that's, that's my part above Michael. But I mean, he always press your thing, right? Then you got to 16, right? Then you got Bob Dylan at 15. Then you got Freddie Mercury. I fucked with Freddie Mercury fucking at 14. Then you got uh, Patsy Klein and shit, who's just way out of my fucking. Uh, now, Patsy Klein. Music is no, I, I respect it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you got John Lennon at 12. And then you got my nigga Lil Richard at 11, right? And I love Lil Richard. He's an architect. He's an architect of rock and roll shit like that. But it's just like, yo. He deserved his position higher no, than no, that. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, I, I respect that, but you got Elvis fucking Presley at fucking 17. They, can I, can, Joe, can I stop there for one moment? I'm going yeah. to let you go. And I'm, can I say 20 numbers? Go ahead, go ahead. Are you going to say something else? Because I want to stop 20, at 17. 20 is Marvin fucking gay. Thank you. Okay, so Joe's making the points that I was going to fucking go to, and I'm pissed. And the reason I'm pissed Y'all call me a music snob, and I respect oh. it, and I and I own it. You cannot have fucking Marvin Gaye at number twenty, and Elvis at number seventeen, yeah, and can. then Aaliyah at number forty, and Michael Jackson at number eighty-six. And let me tell you why: mm-hmm. you cannot, in twenty twenty-three, draw any line from any artist right now from that to Elvis Presley right now. I can draw a line for 2023 top artists right currently right now in 2023. I can draw a line from a few different artists and we could just name Chris Brown at number one. Mm-hmm. I can draw a line from Chris Brown to Michael Jackson, who is at number 86. I will challenge any person musically inclined to draw me a line from fucking Elvis Presley at number 17, who stole his music from Chuck Berry on down to draw me a line from Elvis Presley to today. There's no way you can have Elvis Presley at number 17. Fuck the whole list from Elvis. Fuck even Aaliyah. Y'all know how I feel about Aaliyah in our private conversations. We can talk about it later. But you cannot draw a line from Elvis Presley at number fucking 17 who stole all his music to motherfucking Michael Jackson at 86 when we're still talking about Chris Brown recently in our last pod, he was supposed to do a Michael Jackson fucking uh, uh, tribute. Mm. Nobody's doing an Elvis tribute. No one. 
So how the fuck is he there? And you're talking about in 2022 doing a tribute to this man. And he's at number 86. And we won't even get into the fact that Mary G. Blige is at 25 and her influence mm-hmm. from Aretha Franklin. And I can't talk about Shaka Khan and I can't talk about Marvin Gaye. But go ahead, um, B. I think you was about to say something. No, Joe. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad, Joe. My bad, Joe. Oh, no, no, that's that's the crazy shit. I mean, the the biggest shit to me is the Michael shit. You know what I'm saying? After all that, yeah. That's where I'm at, Joe. I don't even care about the list. I don't even care about the top 10. I care you had Elvis at 17, Marvin Gaye at 20. Oh, some motherfucking is Prince in there? Yes, he's in the top. Yeah, Prince is like 16. He's in the top 20. Or 14, yeah, he's up there. Prince is respectable. But right. you got fucking. I, but I can't, I can't. Let me just finish this real quick, Joe. I can't. You have Elvis Presley at 17. You have fucking Marvin Gaye at 20. You have fucking some random nigga named Luther Vandross at 31. You have ah. Leah at 40. You have Mary J. Blige at 25. You have Mary. Uh, you have Shaka Khan. I forgot what number. And you have the God 86, number 86. And even though I don't appreciate and fuck with her music that much, you don't even have fucking Celine Dion on the list. But go ahead, whoever's going to say something. Fucking, you got Michael at 86, followed by fucking uh, Diana Ross at 87. What you got in there to have? 85. And, I, and I, lo- I love Amy Winehouse. She at 83. How the fuck is she above fucking Michael Jackson? Michael fucking Jackson. Or like, why would they, they got to explain that part. They got to explain Michael. But J- B, you know why they got to explain it? Because D'Angelo, you said, 75, you said, nigga. but you said in you the second fucking criteria you said, fuck everything else. The second thing you said was influence. What the fuck are we talking? Okay, I'm gonna go with you. Go ahead, go ahead. Rihanna at 68. David Ruffin. Nigga, I can't talk about it. This shit, this shit bore, this shit. I usually don't care about this. And I know Rolling Stone is not part of our culture in a sense, and I usually don't try to give these award shows, and I'm, and, and I'm probably rambling, so y'all can stop me whenever. I don't usually give a lot of credence to this shit, but the fucking egregious to you, you, I almost feel like it's racist, and it probably isn't, but that's just how I feel. To put Michael Jackson at 80 fucking six. Let me tell you something how I feel, how strongly I feel about it. R. Kelly, I don't believe is on this list, but I would even put R. Kelly above that fucking fat, right, racist motherfucker. Fuck Elvis Presley, but go ahead. Elvis, he's a hero the most. You know what I mean? Erica Badu I'm trying to, I'm trying not to have a whole, I'm not trying to have a long stance on this, but that shit, but B, that shit pissed me off when I saw where Marvin Gaye was. Erica Badu. Nigga, we can have one got- ten, baby. Mm-hmm. Now nah, go ahead, my bad. Uh, shout out to my nigga Aaron Neville, yo. He almost cracked the top one hundred, yo. One hundred four, that's the shit. Go ahead, Aaron Neville. I see you. He couldn't catch up to Taylor Swift though. One hundred two. I hate that she's even on a list, but I'm yeah. glad they Who's kept that? Taylor Swift. Ariana Grande on the list. I don't yeah, want to talk about that shit. That shit pissing me off. I'm getting mad when I'm talking about it. Wait, what, what, where, where's Ariana Grande at? Ariana Grande was top 40, I think. Ah, uh, he killed Taylor Swift. That's good. 
I'm good with that. I didn't even show my I need to show my wife this list so she could be pissed off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like yeah, I'm lose that 31, though. Lose that 31, I feel like I'm way, though. Shout out to Dolly Parton for shit. No, I'm losing Shopping Time. Dolly, Dolly, Dolly Golden, Dolly Golden, though. I, I can't fucking Dolly. No, no, no. I ain't mad at that. And and I, and I got to say, yo, I know you're feeling, Alex, but I kind of, I'm feeling the fact that uh, that Monet from Power Book 2, um, the great Mary J. Blige is at 25. 25 is my favorite number. Yeah, I kind of like that. that. I wasn't mad. I was the my whole Smoke thing is year twenty three. I wish he would have beat Adele. I over wish he deserves to beat Adele. How the fuck is shouting me? Yeah, but the fact that Nina Simone is twenty one and fucking uh and Marvin Gaye is twenty, but you got the nerve to have fucking Elvis. Elvis is seventeen. Like, come on. Thank now. you. That's the shit that I be. I promise you, and I and we can Elvis is this Thank you. That that's where I'm at. I don't give a fuck about nothing about this list. The fact that you have that racist, fat, fucking child molesting motherfucker at 17. I don't give a fuck. He married his wife or was dating fucking uh, what, Priscilla when she was six, 15 or whatever. He was what, at 30, whatever. I don't give a fuck. That fat bitch shouldn't be at 17. Fuck him. Shout out to Frank Ocean for making a list at 190. Yeah, Frank Keys 180. 190, yep. Alicia Keys at 185. Jasmine Sullivan, 182. Shout out to SZA for beating Jasmine Sullivan. She had 180 with her fine ass. Ah, uh, they got SZA too low. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Right. I didn't, go that, I didn't go that far down on the list. Yeah. I don't know if she should have made it if Celine Dion's not on the list. I'm going to be honest. Nigga, hey, so what, nigga? Do, you, do we need to say that right now? I'm Is just that- saying in general. Yeah, let that go, man. Let that go, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I'm focused on number seventeen. Fuck yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm focused on something. They got focused too low. Back to back to my. I'm focused. For me. I'm focused on seventeen. Seventeen. Seventeen is the one. That's why I really focus on seventeen. I didn't even. You said that. That's how much I I was pissed off that I don't give a fuck about where anybody else is at. I only care about where that fat bitch is at. <laughs> where Marvin Gaye. Louis Vandross and, and fucking Michael Jackson was out. What who, what did fucking Elvis in, um, influence? I'm waiting. Because we, yeah, we, we they liked them and and they put it it put it put um music stars in movies and shit. I don't know. Lauren Hill one thirty six. The disrespect. They got Laura too low. They disrespected Jersey a little bit. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Whitney Houston number two to Aretha Franklin. Come on. Listen. I'm, I, I can't even, if you want to, I'm sure we could really, if they really, we really were into a, a number one versus number two fight, you yeah. would have valid, you would have valid. I know my Aretha. points. Yeah, I would go. Oh, no, you got, you got valid points for Aretha. That's but, what I'm saying. I like, I'm not even. No, I, no, no. Here's I, the I thing. Here's the yeah. thing, Alex. Alex, I'm, it, this is the thing. It, it's not, it's not hey, like Barrett horrible Hey, Barrett at 119. Wait. Yeah. So it's not a horrible thing, Alex. Like. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, this is the worst tragedy in, in right, the world. Right, right, right. But it's like, come on, nigga. You ain't had to do that. You know you could have put Whitney there. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And and then when you look down the list, it's like, yo, they got Lauren Hill all the way down there. And she got that consummate project out of So she out of here. And plus the number she put up and, and influence on, on music that she had is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Then... You got the Queen Scissor, who, you know what I'm saying? 
Like, you see what she did with her body, nigga? Three, 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 three weeks at number one with this car now. Yeah, nigga. She belong above some of these people. Like, I'd put Scissor over Amy Winehouse, and I love Amy. I love Amy. Everybody knows this. I'm an Amy Winehouse guy. Yeah, me too. I'd put Scissor over Amy Winehouse. I ain't feeling Brandy at 193. That's too low for Brandy. But she not from Jersey, so I ain't worried about it. Or, Above Aaliyah, I mean below Aaliyah is crazy. But yeah, heck? but Aaliyah oh, got Aaliyah hit. Forty is crazy. Oh, but but here here's the thing. You guys, no matter whether you like her or not, you do recognize. I do, I do. So to your yeah, to your point B, yeah. I'll let you know in a second, Joe. To your point B, yes. But the premier person during her reign was yeah. Brandy. She was over her. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm sorry. Like, I, I know that y'all say that, but, like, here's the thing. The difference between the way y'all look at it and the way I look at it is you must have been talking to different people. Because all the girls that I knew, you know what I mean? Like, all of them was on some Aaliyah shit. And if you was in the Asian chicks and the Spanish chicks were dressing and trying to look like her. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's that was the world that we existed in when I was growing up. So, like, it, that's why I'm saying, like, yes. All of the things you're saying, yes, Brandy probably had the music we were listening to, especially if you was in hip-hop mm -hmm. a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, that that's what we were listening to. But the influence outside of what we were, the type of shit we were on, was Aaliyah. And they still talk and about so you it know right what? now. So you know what, B? And yeah. I don't know how far the musical age, not our age difference, but the musical age difference. Because I heard some, I, somebody else made that argument to me. Yeah. And I said... Maybe it's our musical age difference because it is. I knew who, I knew who the fuck TLC was before I saw Leah. So when you talk about no, it is. You, and, okay, got you, got and you. And Alex, okay. and Alex, no, 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 it one hundred percent is. That's really what I was just telling you because it's my gotcha. age group. That's why gotcha. I'd be shocked at Joe. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like I don't be shocked at you, but I'm right, looking right, at right. Joe like yo, damn Joe, like you had to see it. Right, right. Oh no, 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 I, I I get it. My whole thing with Aaliyah was this. Um, she really had no ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so I was kind of like checking with her and Brandy Brand had her like some little ass or shit like that. Aaliyah was fine and all this and she was dope, but I I was I was just feeling that Aaliyah's like she she I mean I I, I downplayed Aaliyah because I was like, okay she getting Timberland she got Timberland and Missy behind her like two of the most creative motherfuckers of that era you know what I'm saying yeah like and it was like okay they 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 got it and before that she had R Kelly and shit you know what I'm saying who was that nigga that he rotten in jail. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, with Aaliyah, I felt as though she got, I mean, you know, God bless her and shit, she passed far too young, but I felt as though she got this extra, like, lift having passed away when she did. Yes, and but that, that's how she did. Yes, that is definitely true, but so did Tupac, and Aaliyah was out of here before then. She was on a lot of shit. Like, I get it, but she just, she was, her ties to the rock for fucking them niggas was very close. Like that shit was a different. Yeah. It it was just it was just like, and she it, 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 I don't know, I, but but I definitely feel the Aaliyah shit. They was definitely on her like that, this that, whatever. Yeah. But um, it was it was that shit. Like, but not a list is uh, respectfully. List, we could yeah. we could, we could fight. My bad, Joe. And I let you finish. That's my fault for interrupting you, but. All those things that Beast fighting over, or that we going back and forth about, I don't give a fuck about. 
Elvis is number 17. That's my number one with a bullet problem. I don't give a fuck about the rest of it. I don't care if Aaliyah's above Brady. Yeah. That fat bitch at number 17 is my number one problem. I don't care about nothing else. Him over Michael Jackson, I'm ready to burn this whole list out. Him leaps and bounds above Michael Jackson. What did they say about Elvis? Elvis 17. Elvis Presley's voice was... Man, fuck Elvis Presley, yo. Fuck, I don't, I don't even want to Don't read that shit. You're going to make me, you gonna make me detach fact, from this pod that, right now. The fact that he right below <laughs> Prince, no. No, it's, it's crazy. That, that shit is like, whatever, yo. Above Marvin Gaye? I feel like Marvin Gaye above Mar- should have Above been Marvin fucking... I'm sorry. I, I, feel like, I feel like Marvin Gaye should have been one of the folks that should have been at least like top 10, top 15, just off it. But I, I, I'll say this. Making a 200 list is wild. I mean, I see Howlin' Wolf way above Michael Jackson, and I don't know if I heard Howlin' Wolf's music before uh, Cadillac Records, that movie and shit. And let me have everybody yeah, within Cadillac Records like <laughs> above Michael Jackson. But like, I, but one thing I, I will say about the list is like the fact that they got the fact that they didn't try to. I, 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 I think they show some restraint by not putting like Frank Sinatra, well, Frank Sinatra or Elvis in the top ten. The fact that they got Aretha, Whitney, Sam Cooke, Billie Holiday, Mariah, Ray, Stevie, Beyonce, Otis Redding, and yeah, Al Green. The fact that the fact that they did that top ten and did that right, and they go a little further, go eleven, a little Richard. I I respect Rolling Stone for not like for waiting till. John Lennon at 12 to put like a white person in there and shit like that. I respect them for that mm-hmm. because they could have they could have really pissed niggas off and and had fucking Elvis top ten the way motherfuckers be riding Elvis dick pause and shit like that. But yeah, I hear you, I hear you, Joe. I respect mm-hmm. everything you're saying. But I can't accept because I think Patsy Klein is in the top ten, is she not? And then I say her name. No, is no, she... no, she not, no. It's all black top ten. Oh, there's an all-black top ten. I thought I yeah, named they, one they, white. I thought I named one white person. Nah, they, 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 they like I said, they had enough respect to wait till. Oh yeah, nah, they did. You're, right, you're and right. And that third team with Patsy Klein before they started throwing white folks in there because this is Because I've heard, I've heard fights. I've heard fights for Beyonce not being in that top ten. Now, whether I agree fight for that though, whether I agree with it or not. Is irrelevant, mm-hmm. but I've heard you can make a some, fight for it. Though. Thank, thank you. That right. That's what I'm saying. If you. You, if you even put Frank Sinatra in the top ten, but here's you the could thing. probably make a legit fight for him. Look ahead, Joe. Look ahead, Beyonce. The, the, the problem but. with, but problem with that, um, the fight uh, of making putting Beyonce in the top ten is that it opens up my argument to say, damn, then you throw you got to throw the the, the the god Rihanna in there. Sixty-eight, I think she's at. Yeah, she'd have to be in top ten. If you want one, you got to do for the other. Now you're probably right, and it's probably something. If I disagree with it or not, you can make an argument where I can be like, yeah. I disagree, but I see the perspective. Yeah. There's nothing in no way, shape, or form. I don't give a fuck who you are. That at any point in time, you could tell me that the influence of Elvis, because you can't draw a line from today to now. Because right now, if I felt like drawing a line to Marvin Gaye, I'm gonna say Usher, and you can fight me if you want to, or I could just say Lucky Day. Whoever you want to draw the line to, draw me the line. Between 2023 and, or let's just say 2022, since 2023 just started, the music of 2020 that came out in 2022, show me the line from that 
to Elvis. I can't, but I can still draw a line from Chris Brown, who released that album in 20, 2022, to Michael Jackson. I can't. You can't draw a line. If influence is one of your peak rep, um, peak uh, measuring uh, barometers, you can't draw a line. You can't. You just can't. Well, did it really I just want to end it on this. At 86, Michael Jackson. Jackson's best vocal moments thrive in their ability to transcend styles and transform expectations. The way the Jackson 5, I want, I want you back, turns James Brown's, um, turns James Brown's um, bubble gum. And, and um, I don't know, I'll read this whole shit, but nah, this, this shit, just the fact that, but just the fact that Michael's at 86 is probably the worst shit on this to me. That shit is offensive, Joe. That shit is the worst shit. And the fact that Elvis is 17 and Aaliyah is at 40 making even worse for me. Like, come on. I don't, Joe, I'm going to be honest with you, and we could close here if y'all want to. I don't care Aaliyah's at 40. You know how I feel about Aaliyah. Yeah, she might be on Kyra. But I don't don't even care. The fact you have Elvis at 17, you have Mr. Michael Jackson at 86. Yeah. Me is flat out disrespectful. I don't care about the top 10. I don't care about nothing. I care about number 17. It got y'all talking about it. Then that's the point. And that's the point. And that's the point, um, B, to the point when we get these, at the point when we got those hip hop lists. Remember when um, Mm -hmm. whoever that was that put out that list that sparked the whole everybody putting out a list when they had Joe Button at number three? Mm -hmm. Like, I know it's for you, for me to talk about, but if, if you call yourself the respectable, no, you're supposed you're calling yourself the music culture love barometer. I it, it's mm-hmm. embarrassing for you. That's like ESPN saying that. I'm just using the name that John Morant is is top three all time point guard. And I'm just using that as an example. If you're supposed to be the premier network or the premier in this instance Rolling Stone, you're the premier network for music. In terms of how our culture will go to a barometer to use, they will use Rolling Stone, obviously over Double XL, obviously over something like Vibe or whatever else we want to name. They will go to Rolling Stone as the barometer for somebody 25 years from now that never experienced any of the artists that we're talking about. They would say, well, Rolling Stone said, right? Because that's what they would go to. Rolling mm-hmm. Stone said, because they would, let's just say 10 years, 25 years from now, maybe perhaps, perhaps. They're still the premier barometer for this. They would use that as the barometer, and it's fucking nuts. And I'll just close there. If y'all have anything else, I'll let y'all go. Nah, we can leave on that. I'll just say that they they were smart to make sure that top 11 was all black folks. And (laughs) then they got cute. And that's what the whole whole list got real cute after that. And uh, I'm going to have to start putting a little more respect on the Leah name. I, I, I keep saying that. And I, and, I, and I do, but 40. On, on God, Joe, I want to fight. On God, Joe, I want to fight you, but I just don't. I can't use the energy I need for Elvis one on Aaliyah being number four. That's how I feel. I, I don't even want to waste the energy. My energy needs to be solely focused on that pick that punk bitch at number 17. And if you put that child molesting bitch at number 17, then R. Kelly should be on the list, but I won't go into that. Yeah. And we'll just, close, we'll just close there. 
Um, I wanted to say shout out to John Amos. Happy 86th birthday. The architect, I don't want to say the architect, excuse me. One of the, probably for my generation, the first premiere um, TV dad, black TV dad on TV. If I, For me, there might have been more before, but for me, he was probably the first TV dad during my childhood that I went and I understand we all came up in different generations. So most people probably have Cosby, but for me, it was John Amos, depending on when you start, you know, you're introducing the TV, because at that time they were giving us fucking white folks taking care of Arnold and fucking Willis at different strokes. But the first black TV dad that I saw was John Amos. So shout out to him and his 83rd birthday still being um alive and well and still being able to act in this shit. Um, I'll just move shout on. I, I just want to shut him off. Shout out to the God, John Amos. He definitely, <clears throat> even after all of these great um, black sitcoms that have come in the past, I mean, come since then, he's definitely still probably top five. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Like, yeah, he, might, he might be top even though, even though he had the worst exit in TV history. Go ahead, B. Yeah, oh, no. I mean, it was about contract, so it, it, it just ended dumb. Right, but right, right, right. He could know James, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. James Evans. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. So shout out to um, <clears throat> excuse me, shout out to him and the characters that he's uh playing. Shout out to um, uh shit, I just drew a blank. Um, coming to America. You know, what I'm saying that was mm-hmm. one of his more more famous roles. If people don't remember Good Times, but they remember um, right McDowell's and shit like that. Shout out to yeah. Queens on that. But shout out to John Abel still being outside and doing his thing and shit like that. Um, I wanted to mention Keith Murray Wild. I, I put Keith Murray Wild in, but if you guys have you guys seen any of his, uh, was it nope. Vlad? Was it Vlad? So he talked about, and it actually got her trending. He oh, I love about, her. Right, yo, I went. Bam. Always love. Did her. I put? Did I? Did I put that in our chat? Her Instagram. You, oh, I always always follow her Instagram. I love. Okay. I love. I, I yo, love. I've never not loved her. Her Who are we talking team, about? We talking about Shauna. They used to be part of Butter Guy's daughter, who used to be part of DTP, mm-hmm. and then recently, because of Keith Murray's, um, infer- I don't want to say inference, he actually said that he ate her out because they were on Def Jam, both on Def Jam music at the same time. Mm-hmm. He had a sexual encounter with her, caused a lot of people to repost her or look her up recently. And she's, I think, 40 or 41, buddy guy's mm-hmm. daughter, like Joe said. But she is out here looking crazy. And I'll post her for you, for you, B, if you haven't seen her lately. She is out here. She's out here crushing at um, 40. I mean, Go ahead, Joe. I'm, yeah, I, I, I always love Shauna. She, after Foxy Brown, she's my favorite female rapper. Um, Shawna got some real ass on and shit. <clears throat> Fucking, uh, she be spinning ass. She be she rapping ass off and shit. And I love Shawna. I've been following Instagram, man. She out there. I'm saying with the with the what look like a still a little natural body and shit. It ain't the perfect bubble of this that we at all. It's you know? beautiful. And she still look good. This is Shawna, yo. I love you some Shawna, yo. That's a fact. B, I mean, if you want to, if you got, if you got a second, you can take a look at what we talking about. Why are we saying she's out? She's out here. Looking like, and then Keith Murray throw Foxy in the mix too. Speaking of my favorite female, I missed it. I, I heard Foxy Shana, in the mix. He might, he might have, and I might have missed it because I didn't watch it. I only saw it probably maybe most of most of how you all caught it. I caught it. I believe in the he clips. said, "What's the day? What's the day? Suck the dick and shit." 
Let me let me he, he, quote. He might have claim that Brown. And why Sean is trying to be a trap. Well, I mean, I think yo, she just she just whatever, yo. But anyway, Murray Murray went on to claim that uh Foxy Brown could suck a nickel through a straw. Jeez. And said he believed Brown might have been trying to pit him and corrupt against each other. Let's fuck out of here. Capone had Foxy Brown in Queensbridge projects for like a week. Niggas used to pass her around. Yeah. Shout out to Fox. Yeah. She's young. Where are we going next week? Oh, shout out. We already talked about that. Oh, let's talk about our next. Um, they've been on. Uh, I still feel. Um, I'll, I'll just give my point. You guys can go on about it. I know. Um, I'm not looking at the game. Maybe B when I throw to you, you can maybe give an update. I think Obi's playing tonight. He's supposed to be back from injury. But I, 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 for me personally, where we are right now, coming to the new year, the Knicks are where I thought they would be. Well, actually, no, I think they're higher when I thought they would be because I didn't expect Miami and a couple of the teams to fall off as far mm-hmm. as they did. Uh, specifically Miami and uh, Chicago, if I want to say. And we, we could talk about what we were talking about being um, chat before, too. I didn't expect them to fall off as far as they did, but they have. So the Knicks, I think, are number six, if I'm not mistaken. Or number six or number seven, at least. But yeah. they're not in the play-in. I expected the Knicks to be in the play-in and around 500, given what I thought coming into this year prior to the demise of Miami and Chicago, expect- like I said. So... I, I I'm I'm happy where they are. I'm I'm very happy, and it looks like, you know, how I felt about Julius Randle. I don't know if I said it on the pod, so I'm not gonna say it out loud. But I'm happy where Julius Randle is, and you know what? I give a lot more credence. I think I asked it in the chat one time, on, and we could talk about it whether after you give your synopsis, B and Joe. But is um, uh, Jalen Bronson, the greatest free agent that we signed all time. I don't want you to answer that right away, but go ahead. Nigga, and I can answer here. it. Okay, I didn't know if you want to answer it right away. If you want to give your synopsis, then answer. But go ahead. No, I ain't no synopsis, nigga. I, I was gonna <laughs> get into that anyway. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, the, the, the thing is that the Knicks haven't really <clears throat> signed a lot of free agents, so let's just, you know, what I mean, we could throw that out there. Um, because before this, like our best free agent signing was Amari no, Stoudemire. Really? Over, let me just actually be before you continue. What's over that? over what happened with Allen Houston and getting us to the finals? You you have that over that? I'm yeah, just because okay, got what? it, got it. Okay. Yeah, because guess what? Sprewell was the team. Yo, okay. do you remember that team? No, nah, was- I do remember. I just wanted to see you know what I mean? you thought about it. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, Allen Houston made that key shot and all the rest. Of it. He was a big time player. I'm not gonna dismiss that, but like, right, 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 right. was our fucking engine. And when we didn't have a point guard because everybody was injured. Then Spree went and played the fucking point guard. And then Patrick Ewing. Then small forward injured. Then Spree went and played small forward. And he got his all the way to the fucking final on it. And Ewing back. was out. And Ewing okay? was out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That nigga took everybody. So, I mean, I get it, but it's hard for me to look at it like that. So, yeah, no. Got it. it. Was, I got you. It was mm-hmm. that before that. And then, but now it's Jalen Brunson. So, it, 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 it's skewed because it's not a lot and it's not like the biggest. Right, right, right. But it's true. It's, it's, it's. It's tricky. It probably is Jalen Brunson. But against who? No, nah, nah, I mean, no, nah, nah, I'm saying, nah, I'm saying it's probably easily him. But the thing yeah. is this: it's so early because when I think about before that, you say like Amari Stoudemire, yeah, and it's like, yo, that motherfucker gave it to us. But 
the deal that motherfuckers gave him and the fact that we didn't amnesty that nigga, like, the nah, fact that we, the, the fact that we was, de- well, the thing was, we was desperate enough that we gave Stat five years and he's probably only good for like three and he ain't yeah. even really good but at Joe, solid. But Joe, he was I thought nigga. you were going to make the real point that you need to make on what's Stat. It's that, okay, it's about the time argument that you're making. Because mm-hmm. Stat really only gave us half a year of that fire. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so, but, before, but before Melo came, yeah. Before Melo came, right? But, mm-hmm. but, and then he was hurt. But then, I bl- I blame Dan Tony. Yeah, but then, but then, if Jalen Brunson, right now, the reason why he's the best free agent signing is not just because of what he's given us on the court. Mm-hmm. Like he's changing the way these niggas is practicing, the way they come back from injuries, the way they act, yo, the way and they. This talk. is why. This is why. This I nigga is changing the entire fucking team, and I watch this shit, and I'm like, yo, the way this mm-hmm. nigga talks in interviews, and you could tell he's the fucking boss, like every fucking time. I, it's not, I'm not even talking about basketball. Okay. I'm just shocked at the best place. <clears throat> I am. But I'm not even talking about that shit. This thing is the greatest free agent signing because he changed the culture of a whole team. Wow. He made mm-hmm. these niggas exactly what Tibbs wanted them to be. And these niggas is peaking. And that's why, before B continues, or Joe goes on, that's why, I want, that's why I asked that as a second part to the question because it has been, um, you know, I listen to, I kind of absorb a lot before football season is over. I absorb a lot through podcast and that has really been a question is Jalen Brunson the greatest Nick free agent and I'm not talking about the second time they they signed Melo we I don't count that but mm-hmm. is he is he the second is he the I'm sorry is he the greatest Nick free agent signing and of course you talked about Spiro I talked about Houston you could throw in Larry Johnson I guess and uh, whoever else you want to throw in mm-hmm. was it Bernard? Is it, no? so you could throw, go ahead Joe now, it, now, to Brian's point, it is really seeming like that because we've been starving for a motherfucker like this. Like, I remember, it's like, we didn't have motherfuckers, it seemed like we didn't have, it seemed like while every team was either drafting and developing or signing or trading for these fucking elite point guards and shit that could seem to do a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. we, was st- we was doing patchwork with fucking Niggas like Pablo Prigioni and um, Eli, Elijah and, uh, Patton, Peyton, Peyton, excuse me, Peyton. Yeah, all types of these niggas and shit. You know what I'm saying? And this motherfucker seemed like the real fucking deal. You know what I'm saying? And like, it, it, I feel I'm proud. Like, he's the reason that, okay, a nigga saw that 71. We ain't going to speak about that shit. A nigga saw that motherfucker drop that 71 that was supposedly going to be a nigga shit. He the reason why, even though that shit sting, I still let that shit roll off my back because niggas is still up from this fucking offseason because of what Jalen Brunson bringing. Nigga only 26 years old. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we got him in the fold. We got him at a contract where we made, what, $20 million a year or some shit like that? Yep. Which will look like a fucking steal when this nigga... It already feels like right now. It'll definitely, it'll definitely feel like a steal. When motherfuckers is anting up giving mm-hmm. niggas that is barely as good as him fucking thirty something, forty something, while we still got this yeah. nigga for twenty four, at least the next four before he re up and he probably bang us in the head. But it'll be worth it if he bang us in the head if he give us three or four years of this shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's like, yo, man, it's, it's like, yo, the, everybody is better with him mm-hmm. on this team. Like even when he's yeah. not. 
Like, you literally see it. Even look at how Julius Randle is playing. Niggas could say, he needed this type of leader and ball handler. Yeah. Aylen Brunson from New Brunswick, New Jersey, is the illest nigga ever to sign to the New York Knicks. Yes. You're proud of Jalen. Mm-hmm. He got one. As always, Alex, what are you doing? You drunk? Nah. <clears throat> no, um, but like I, I just, I, I just wanted to hear everybody's thought about that. That's why I threw that out there. As, as oh, far before, as the, uh, yeah, but before okay. we get off, like New mm-hmm. Year's, let's just say how the New Year started. Mm-hmm. How, how was your New Year? New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Alex, for me. Oh, Brian, Brian, go ahead. Oh, okay. This was ironically my first New Year without my daughter. Mm-hmm. So. Like, we always spend New Year's together. We play loud music and dance around. And, you know, even when she would have friends, she would invite them over. So this, well, I never did this before. You know what I mean? It's different. But I ain't tricked. It was all good. I ordered mad Italian food and appetizers and shit. And I watched the Knicks. I got super drunk. And I was chilling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dallas, get off camera, nigga. Oh well, it don't matter. I wasn't paying attention. But not nah, um well I, I have spent uh New like Year's... shut up. <laughs> the last <laughs> look big so... ass face. Look at that. <laughs> the last <laughs> the last the last uh fifteen well actually my son is eighteen. So probably the last eighteen to twenty years I spent New Year's the same way. I was in church. Yeah. I brought it in church. I probably only spent like maybe one to two years within the last twenty years not in church. That's why I spent it for my for my for me and mine. I spent it praying in the new year, hoping for prosperity and everything else. And I stand on that and I'm and I'm cool doing that. But that's how I spent it and I'm happy doing that. But you know, like I said, like how I started the like how I started this part is how I hope everybody's New Year's goes. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, now that's peace. You bring back the memories, man. Back when I was a young church kid, man, New Year's Eve mm-hmm. was that. Uh, bring the New mm-hmm. Year's uh, at first is crazy, but now this year, uh, early in the day, I was kicking with my uh, God kids and shit, playing little board games. Later in the day, I was hanging around with a bunch of niggas. I was letting off fireworks and shooting their guns off in the air. Um, or into the ground. Niggas was just letting them both go wherever and shit. And nah, that was it. A bunch of gunshots and fireworks and shit. And um, some licking some cigars and it's cool, man. It is what it is. But I got to go back to church one of these days just to bring it in holy. But God bless, man. God bless. Yo, Shauna out here trying to trap niggas. I, this is hilarious. Okay, you see it. You see Okay, so yeah. B, you see what we were saying? Nah, yo, it's something else. But, no, no, no. But I see. But, but, but think about that. He was ne- well, we was never paying attention. To, well, Joe said he was, but I was never, I was never paying attention. And then yeah, Keith Murray yeah. mentioned that you go looked up, you're like, wait a minute, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, never not on. That's why Keith Murray's so proud to say that he ate that. Yeah. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Okay, so we all on the same page. Shout out, shout out to Sean. Fuck, but I ate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to uh, Keith Murray. I hope he, 
he seems a little wizard. Wyatt, hopefully it's just him, Wyatt, in that moment. I hope there's nothing else serious and shit like that. The most beautiful list vocabulous punch and phony MCs, Jenny Esophagus. Hilarious. Oh, and since we're talking about Sean, shout out to Sean. Yo, she just turned 44 a couple of days ago on the third. Oh, 40. That's 44? Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. Well, y'all saw what I, y'all, if y'all saw in our group chat, I showed y'all what 55 looked like, so. Mm, right. Yeah, but that was mid. Like, no, I'm just nah, joking. No, 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 no. You can say it's mid all you want to out there. I challenge you to find something better, but we can do that later. But shout out to them. Um, shout out to everybody listening to the pod. Happy New Year. If not happy new year, you know, happy holidays or, you know, welcome to a new, um, 2023 hope is prosperity, nothing but prosperity for you and yours and shit like that word. Um, as always, you can catch us on better than you on IG. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke until next week. Peace. Peace.